Hey there, hi there, ho there. We just finished a podcast where we reviewed Spider-Man. Spider-Man <laughs> does whatever <laughs> Spider-Man does or whatever. Is I think it's a, whatever a spider can shoots the web. I don't swing. know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I never knew that that was like a real thing. I don't know why, but I thought it was something on The Simpsons. It is. Spider okay. Pig, Spider Pig. That's where I thought it originated okay, from. Okay, that's, that's what I always thought it originated from. And then that lady was singing it and whatever. It was probably the second movie. It was the second one. Sorry, we're jumping ahead too much because we, we watched the Spider-Man 1 and 2 back and forth because we're doing two podcasts this week. I live and breathe Tobey Maguire these days. Yes. that's we. I live and breathe Spider-Man these days. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. This is too what much What a man, what a man. I just love Spider-Man. I, I just, just think it's cool. so cool. I would never... You know people get, like, Spider-Man tattoos? I would never do that. No, I would never do that. Like, people get, like, tattoos of... Like their favorite characters or celebrities, I'm like, mm. no. you know, I love Thor, but I would never listen. Just because I think Tom Holland's an angel doesn't, doesn't mean, mean I'm gonna get his little frog face on my like oh, thigh. Oh, like it's it. not happening with, the, with his eye, his cute little eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, get ready for us to not flame. I don't think we were bad. We we picked it apart, I think. Yeah. But, but you know, it's for the greater good. Two thousand two. What a time. I was four. I was two or three, depending. The first half I was two. Second half of the year I was three. I was four from the start all the way to the finish line. Woo! Wow. So I hope you guys enjoy. If you like Spider Man, hopefully. I mean, if you don't like Spider Man, I mean, who are you? Honestly, garbage. Honestly, garbage. Just trash. If you don't know anything about Spider Man, you're gonna learn because we will explain it to you. If you don't appreciate Tobias Maguire, Tobias Maguire, I'm gonna be it. upset. It's probably not. <laughs> That's Toby with an E, by the way. Everybody knew that except for you. Listen, <laughs> I thought it was just T O B Y. No, that's not it. Whatever. You, didn't, you obviously didn't watch the credits in the beginning. Clearly. Clearly not. Well, uh, just let's get into the freaking podcast. Yes. Okay, right off the bat, why does this movie have a three-minute and six-second title sequence? Because it's Marvel. And, you know, these days on in the MCU, it's a running joke that the Marvel logo takes, like... 50 seconds and you know they've been doing this a long time and it's pretty obvious with this movie i just i felt like it was unnecessary and I, like the first one i just i sat through it i just watched it i was like okay I, oh, oh jk simmons is in it never knew that yeah can i preface by saying it's probably been a, at least a decade since i watched this movie it's been a long time because i watched it when i was really little like back when i wasn't like into super like hero movies and i was just like kind of watching them and I didn't, like, th- I watched it when I watched movies and just didn't, like, want to understand any of the plot. I just kind of watched it just to enjoy it. But now that I'm watching it, it's like, wh- what happened? I'm just going to be entirely honest. And we all know this because I'm not a superhero movie gal. The Spider-Man franchise and Black Panther, the only superhero movies I've ever seen like, in my life ever. You know, I think for... I have a good podcast idea, and I'm going to say it right here. I think 
we should do like a Marvel movie trivia. I give you the trivia. And Bruh. You- <laughs> I don't know any of it. No, it's going to be hilarious. Have you ever seen Jenna Julian's podcast where like Jenna tries to give Julian like movie trivia or celebrity trivia? Mm-mm. Okay, so it's pretty funny because he like doesn't know anything and it makes the podcast gold. I think I know like who the actors are that play most yeah. people, but it's just like, I just... This is so bad. I just don't have an interest. Like, I don't... Oh, that's okay. Uh, I don't know. Spider-Man, for me, the only reason I think I, like, am, care about it... I don't want to say I'm in love with it, because that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first superhero movie franchise I ever saw, I think. And I remember watching the first one when I was, like, five or six and being like, this is dope. And I mm-hmm. thought Tobey Maguire was <laughs> everything. Um, I don't think he's everything now. No. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Yeah, I the first franchise I ever saw was the Spider-Man movies, and then I saw the Batman movies, like that Christopher Nolan directed, and that kind of got me into Batman. I was like, okay, so Batman's my DC, and Spider-Man's my Marvel. We have a separation. Heath Ledger, <sighs> R.I.P. Yeah. Um, I think what I need to say about this movie, it is a product of its time. <laughs> that time being 2002, because the effects are so. The Green Goblin just so makes me want to cringe. Oh, my God. I, I enjoyed a lot of the uh, swinging throughout New York City, but the Green Goblin, oh, it's just so bad. Like, when you think about it, Peter Parker, he could really only, ex- like, exist in a place that is New York. Because mm-hmm. you have all these skyscrapers and buildings that are close together so you can swing back and forth. If you existed in Gallatin, what are you going to swing off of? I don't know. Because there was... I'm going to skip to Spider-Man Homecoming for, like, for one split second because we've both seen it. There's this one part where he's running in a golf course and he just like squirts a web out and nothing he attaches to nothing so i think that's like the reality mm-hmm. of if he lives in a rural area he's just like okay i guess i gotta run it's just like there's nothing mm-hmm. to to swing off mm-hmm. of unless you're in like metropolitan like nashville or something mm-hmm. but you're not gonna if you came to lebanon what are you gonna do shoot it at the sonic like no it's not gonna work yeah do you know who my favorite character is from this movie who the teacher on the field trip scene i don't he looks like a turtle, and he has glasses. Oh, okay. I know what you're like, talking about. What does he say? I think I actually took a note of it. He said, I kid you not. Like, yeah. Is that the <laughs> teacher that... like, cry. Is that the teacher who's, like, telling you, like, talk anymore, you're going to fail the yeah. class or something? The okay. next person who talks will fail this class. I and kid then, you not. And then Peter <laughs> proceeds to talk. And I'm like, why is everyone so mean to him? For no reason. I know. And here's the thing. I can't remember... I, I told you this before the podcast. For some reason with these movies, I really like them, but I just can't remember anything. Even if I watched it the night before, I just can't remember anything from them. I did watch both of them last night, and I'm going to be honest. There are plot points I don't remember because the first movie is very weird in the way that it's structured. He's, I guess a, a summary would be nice, right? Mm. Even though I'm sure everyone's familiar with Peter Parker at this point if you're not who are you yeah but um a classic (laughs) he lives in forest hills new york with (laughs) aunt may and uncle ben and he's just you know being a high school teen going to school take pictures of school until he graduates like halfway through the movie it's like two seconds in graduating like what and he is basically just a geek everyone hates him which Mm -hmm. i don't understand like everyone talks about how he's like such a geek and how he's a nerd and like whatever but i'm like what has he done to exhibit these qualities that's why i need to know 
that's the kind, that's the problem I have with this the first movie. Like I didn't have I I don't know what to say because there was just so many things that were missing. Like why is everybody hate Peter? I get it. I think Toby Wire did such a good job with the Peter. Yes. I think he really looked like a nerd. And whenever he was like <laughs> that's so mean. No, he funny. did. But when he was taking pictures of MJ, I like cringe for some reason because I'm like, this is really awkward. The way she posed, she's like, Don't make me look ugly. And I'm like, why is that something I would say? And then he says, oh, impossible. Like, I'm like mm-hmm. since when did Peter get this much confidence? But the thing the thing about Toby Maguire is he looks like he could get beat up. Mm-hmm. You know, my problem with we're not even talking about right now but the andrew garfield franchise i do not believe for a second that that boy would that, be bullied that boy's too good looking like everyone would be hopping on him left and right he's riding on his skateboard in class <gasps> just just goodness gracious he was more of like a hipster peter parker and i get that you need to do a reboot and you want to do something different but that's not peter yeah i just like he did a good Spider-Man, but the other day i was watching clips from it why am i talking about this we're probably gonna do a separate podcast on it whatever his New York accent was a little too much for me. Yeah. It's a little much. And then Gwen Stacy just doesn't look like. No, I have problems with Emma Stone, but that's a different podcast. Okay, yeah, we need to, like, get. We need to do Amazing Spider Man another day. The things that I have written that I thought were weird were mm-hmm. some of the monologues in this movie are very <laughs> odd and just kind of like they don't make sense, like where they are. There's this scene in. Aunt May and Uncle Ben's house where Peter's not home yet and he's screwing in a light bulb and Aunt May's like, oh Ben you lost your job. Speaking of her, why does she sound like Auntie M from the Wizard of Oz? Like she oh always sounds gosh. like she's about to cry. <laughs> like, what? I don't know. And he's screwing in this light bulb and he gives this weird like, I don't even know like biblical monologue about and then there was light or something i'm like no one says that when they're screwing like just screw it in and sit down yeah i mean i guess that was kind of the human human part of uncle ben to make you like like him more so when he dies i don't really care when he died i'm just gonna be honest i didn't care yeah i don't know i i felt it just because peter was like kind of rude to him that that's the classic classic thing in movies the the main character is rude to the moral compass in the movie and then the moral compass dies and then the main character feels horrible about it i don't think they let their relationship build enough Mm -hmm. for me to have like significant feeling because uncle ben is only in a few scenes honestly and all the scenes it's just kind of like michelangelo i think they kind of expected the audience to already know who uncle ben is Mm. and their relationship but to be honest like if i had watched this movie like for the first time just not knowing anything about spider-man i would have been like um okay thank you how are they related i know it's like uncle ben okay so i i don't know i'm trying to think from amazing spider-man because it does in amazing spider-man they show a lot of backstory when it comes to his parents like mom and dad I think, oh gosh, I don't know, May, I don't, because I'm like, that's, there's no way that Aunt May, in this movie, because they're like, yeah. 68, I think, because he says his age at the beginning. That's, that's what I I'm wonder. Like, they're kind of old, I mean, unless they're great aunt, like great aunt and great uncle, but I don't think they are, because I think Uncle Ben is related to Peter's dad. 
Mm-hmm. I think in some way. I don't know. I just want I want to know that. I think because in Amazing Spider-Man, Uncle Ben always talked about how great his father was. Well, not his father, but like um, whatever Peter's dad's name is. I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Parker. <laughs> Mr. Parker. He Mr. Parker was so great. Yeah, I have no clue what his name is. But yeah, I I always wonder because everybody always says in like Spider-Man Homecoming, like Aunt May isn't supposed to be that young, but realistically it would work better than what it yeah Aunt May is in the original Spider-Man. She's like literally like 70. Mm-hmm. Like how old? It's weird. I don't know. It's really weird. Do you know Tobey Maguire was like 26? I know. When he filmed this movie. Yeah. I'm like, he's a little old. I'm like, he's like dude. 40 now. Yeah. It's hard to believe. The last big thing I remember seeing him in was Great Gatsby with yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Because I looked him up and I was like, what is Tony? Where has Tony I'm like, what's he on? been up to? And then I, I didn't realize he was in Great Gatsby. He's been in a few things since then, but the last movie that I saw him in was that. And that was back in 2013. I know there's a YouTube video out there. It's been in my recom- uh, recommended for some reason. It's like why Hollywood won't hire Tony. I've, I've watched it. And I have, <laughs> but I haven't watched it because I didn't care at that point. I was like, oh. I've watched it. It's been a while, though. Um, okay, so here are my notes. We're go- going back to the bullying <laughs> at uh, whatever that high school is called. I don't even know. Superhero it's, High. It's, um I don't think they called it this in the movie, but it's supposed to be, like, some science high school. Whatever. They're on the bus. Oh, it's so okay. sad. The so, bus driver. First of all, your boy Peter is chasing after the bus. This boy cannot be on time for the life of him. Mm-hmm. And this is an ongoing theme. Even before theme. he was Spider-Man. This is an ongoing theme. In the second movie especially, but we'll get to that. He gets on the bus, and everyone's kind of like, ah. Because Mary Jane gets the bus driver to stop, which is so childish. Because, like, the bus driver was like, yeah, I'm just going to keep going. And, of course, it has to be Mary Jane who is, like, stop. You know who she reminds me of? Who? And this is no diss to her or whatever. It has to do with the hair color. Okay. She reminds me. Have you ever seen Halloween Town High? Yeah. She reminds me of, like, that girl that looks like a troll. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? It's it's the color of the hair because it's very fire engine red, Mm -hmm. which they toned down in the second movie, like, a lot. But there's this really geeky girl on the bus, mm-hmm. and even she's like, don't even think about sitting like, next to oh me. Oh my gosh, this movie is just full of stereotypes. I'm like, what kind of reputation does this girl have to where she can't sit next to Peter Parker? I don't know. I'm like, relax. Yeah, and I'm going to talk about Mary Jane for a few minutes because I don't hate Mary Jane. I think she's a cool character. I'll say this already, like... This movie is basically about Mary Jane from Peter's point of view. It's not mm-hmm. about Spider-Man. It's every, everything has to do with Mary Jane. All of Peter's motivations have to do with Mary Jane. Yeah. And I don't hate her, but the writers, like, they really stereotyped her as that um, damsel in distress. Damsel in distress and manic pixie dream girl. Mm-hmm. Because have you ever watched, like, the everything wrong with Spider-Man, like, on YouTube? Okay, so every single movie, it's like, oh, the love interest is in trouble. It's it's happened again and again. Oh, my God. The, the thing is, is with these movies, with the first and second one, I haven't watched the third one. Yeah, I've seen the third one in my life, but it's been a long time. I have to, like, yeah, watch it. Yeah, I haven't so watched it yet. A problem that I see in both the first and second movie is the oversimplification of women. And I'm not going to hop on my feminist soapbox or anything, but... With Mary Jane, she has, like, a really crappy home life. 
Like, mm-hmm. her dad and mom are always fighting all the time. But Peter's walking out to take the trash out. And she's like, did you hear all that? Even though they're being loud, the whole freaking yeah. block can hear y'all. And he's like, no, everybody yells. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard. And Peter's just like, Peter just doesn't talk a lot. He's a sweetheart, but, like, in an awkward way. Mm-hmm. Like, if you said everybody yells at me, I would be like, what? I'm kind of glad that he kind of... I don't know, the first movie just kind of made me cringe. And I think it's supposed to be that way because he's really geeky and nerdy. He's geeky and it's 2002. (laughs) What do you expect? But what I was trying to say is there's this alleyway and you see Flash pull up, which first of all, I had to look up. There's no way this boy's name is Flash, like IRL. His name is Eugene. Eugene. And I'm like, ugh. Eugene (laughs) Flash Thompson. Wait, so his middle name is Flash? No, Flash is like a nickname. Oh, okay. And I'm like, good. And what kind of nickname is Flash? Sorry. But he pulls up in his brand new ride, and Mary Jane's like, oh my god, like a car. And then Peter is, if I get a car, I'll get the girl. Like, <laughs> apparently that's what happens when you see a girl, like, like girl likes a car. Ooh, got you a car. I'm going to get the girl. But as a certified woman. A certified <laughs> The birth certificate certifies it. Whoa, we're going there. But the thing is, is like, I don't think I have ever cared about what kind of car you have. As no. long as it runs, there's AC, and you don't have a Confederate flag billowing off the back, I don't care. See, here's the thing. Okay, so I'm going to... I do care about what car, as long as it's not a pickup truck with a Confederate flag. Because if you got a pickup truck in Tennessee, you got a Confederate flag somewhere in your house. I just, oh, you know, I just don't really care about cars. And I don't know why the writers of that movie were like, yeah. I mean, obviously he's a boy, and I'm not trying to say all men are stupid. But, like, high school boys are stupid. I mean, they had to get him in that wrestling ring somehow. Yeah, but I'm just like, ew. So he's looking through these ads, looking for cars. They're all way out of his non-existent budget. And he sees this little cheap, rinky-dink $2,000 car. And right below it, conveniently. Everything is so convenient in this movie. It's like a wrestling match. If you stay in the ring for three Three minutes, minutes, you you get get $3,000, which is... I mean, it's a good thing he went to that... I'm kind of conflicted on this wrestling match because for what for the good thing, it's he gets his name Spider Man because if uh, he would have been the Human Spider, which is ugly, we, we would have been stuck with the Human Spider. But on the other hand, Uncle Ben dies. But then that progresses the whole movie. If we didn't get past that point, who knows where we would have gone? He comes in this homemade spider-man costume which is very similar to the one tom holland has Mm -hmm. in the beginning like with the whole hoodie sweatshirt thing whatever and he gets so defensive when the guy calls him the amazing spider-man he's like it's the human spider and i'm like Like, relax spider with a sense i would have just expected like this guy with spider legs coming out of him (laughs) you know those halloween spiders where they're like made out of pipe cleaners that's what i would have thought about but, no, he comes out, and all of these, like, buff wrestle ladies are yelling, like, yeah, you want your mommy? And I'm like, if someone said all that at me, like, while I'm going into this intimidating cage match, I would have cried. Spider-Man was just, like, overconfident. Mm-hmm. Overly overly confident going in there. Because he yeah. was like, I can beat him. Wait, what's the guy's name? Bonesaw. Bonesaw. <laughs> I was, like, wondering where that clip, clip ever came from. Did you hear it? Did you catch the homophobic comment? Oh, in the room. Oh yeah, like did, did your, your husband? husband? I was like, 
Uh, it was repulsed. Yeah. I was, I was like, like, okay, oh, Peter. That's kind of ugly. But, uh, but that was 2002. So. It's 2002, a different time, mm-hmm. but still. He gets in the match, is able to pin the guy in two minutes using his spidey reflexes. Spider-Man. <laughs> Speaking of that, do you remember the scene where he's on top of the rooftop and he's trying to figure out how the webs, like, shoot? Mm-hmm. That scene made me cry. Like, that's, it was so great, funny. It's a great scene. I think that's a very classic scene when it comes to Spider-Man. Because he's just trying to figure out what... He's like, go web. But he really didn't, like... He couldn't figure it out because he did it in the lunch, like, in the cafeteria. Like, he couldn't remember, oh, I did this by accident. I think it was just... I don't know. I think he wasn't thinking about it at the time. Also, speaking of cafeteria, how did nobody notice that there were webs going out of Peter's hands? Literally. The, this whole thing was... And everybody... Okay, so everybody saw that he was carrying the tray with him when he was trying to walk out with his spider webs. So, like, later on, when people were wondering, like, oh, there's a man around that has, like, those super, the hero, he's a hero, that's a spider. Is nobody at his school, like, does anybody remember when Peter, like, had spider webs coming out of him? I feel like if I were in that high school, I would be the person that noticed. Because mm-hmm. I, like, notice stuff, but I just don't say anything. Yeah. Just, like, is this Peter? I just kind of, like... Like, how did none of y'all catch that? Mm -hmm. He catches Mary Jane and she's about to slip. That was my favorite outfit she had the whole movie. (laughs) It was that one outfit. She had, like, the button-up denim skirt Mm -hmm. and then, like, the 2002 boots. The shirt was hideous. But the rest of the outfit, I was like, that's a look. That's cute. What else did I even write about this thing? I did say, why is MJ kissing Spider-Man? They barely know each other. He saved her twice. And then she's like, I guess I'll just kiss you now. I always thought that kiss scene was weird. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, some people are like, that's so romantic. It was kind of gross. Like, the upside down thing grosses me out. Like, I wouldn't Mm want to do that. Like, sorry, skirt. Mm -hmm. But, because everything would be upside. Mm, No. I don't know. Their flirting is really weird. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, she's like, I love you, Peter. But she's kind of, like, in love with Spider-Man, but she doesn't, like, really get the correlation. And they kiss. Like, I don't believe that P- that MJ was in love with Peter. No. I just believe that she really thought of him as, like, a best friend. Yeah, that he was a sweetheart. And mm-hmm. that's it. But the thing, she would not lead him on necessarily, but it was just kind of, like, some of the stuff she would say to him, I'm like, ugh. Like, yeah. I could get how he would interpret that a certain way because the first day he comes to school without the glasses she's like oh my god your eyes are blue i never noticed that before and then she's like you're in contacts and he says nothing like like, peter just say something (laughs) the thing is is if someone has contacts on you can see the contacts like yeah are very close yeah and then um another scene i think this is the same one where they're behind the house and he's taking the trash out she's like you're taller than I remember. And he's like, I hunch. Uh, okay. Ew. Also, why is she noticing, like, what, who goes up to somebody and, like, you're taller than I remember or something like that? I almost get the eye comment because I understand, like, sometimes when people have glasses, mm-hmm. it does take away from the rest of their face and then they don't arm you like, oh, my God, wow. But yeah. I've never noticed height. No, I don't either. Sometimes if somebody, like, has a growth spurt, like, over the summer during school, I'm like, dang, they got tall. But I'm not going to go up to them and be like, you got really tall. Like, oh my, are you 5'11 now? Like, Mm -hmm. no, that's Because there's this one kid in high school, like, he, or I think he was, like, middle school going to high school. Like, he grew probably, like, two feet over the summer. I was like, okay. 
Okay, my boy. <laughs> How's it up there? <laughs> there are a lot of celebrity cameos in this lovely movie. There's Octavia Spencer. I literally have. I know. I saw Octavia that. Spencer's in this. I know. I saw that. I was like, wow, this was Octa- before yeah. Octavia Spencer was Octavia Spencer. I know. She's at the wrestling place, whatever. And she's the one that's checking him in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I literally screamed, oh, my God, Octavia yeah. Spencer's in this. Also, we have J.K. Simmons. Who plays Although, I don't know if it's like a cameo because he's in the, like, he's the, next, in it. He's he's in in the it. next two movies, too. I did. I never knew that was him mm-hmm. until literally last night because he he looks unrecognizable yeah. in this movie. And same with Elizabeth Banks. See, I knew I, I knew know her. See, I knew who she. Well, I knew her from like the Hunger Games and stuff, and like those Pitch Perfect movies. Is she F Effie? Yeah. Which I can say, like in those movies, she's unrecognizable. But in this movie, I was like, I know who this person is, but I just don't know. Like I couldn't tell. And I looked up. I was like, Oh, that's Elizabeth Banks. Cool. Can we talk about Macy Gray? Oh yeah, the performance of Macy Gray performance. That was kind of listen. That's what dates this movie mm-hmm. is that performance. It was like 2002. Who can we get? Macy, Macy Gray. Gray. But, I mean, she was big back mm-hmm. in the day. But um, I remember they put her on Fuller House too. Like they had Macy Gray and Fuller House is recent. I'm like, none of these kids know who Macy Gray is. See, I haven't seen like I've I saw seen the, a few episodes. I saw the first season, but I just don't. I didn't like it. But Macy Gray, I associate with As Told by Ginger on, like, Nickelodeon. Mm Because she's like, someone once told me the grass was (laughs) much greener. And I was like, yes, sister, sing. But when I saw her, I flipped out because I forgot she was in it. Mm -hmm. I was like, (laughs) that whole, like, parade. What was that whole parade thing? Something with Oscorp, which I think is a dumb name. Oh, okay. Because it was, like, Osborne. It's, like, corporation. Oscorp. (laughs) We haven't even talked about Peter Parker's best friend James Franco James Franco slash Harry Harry. Osborne a young James Franco that that very young he he was good he's still good looking but like I think he's better looking now I wasn't like super attracted to him then he's still I mean I'll look at James Franco and be like dang I think he's I'm not gonna shade the Franco brothers but I think James is like better looking than Dave Dave is just a little bit this is so shallow a little too short for me because I think well, you're a lot taller height. than person. We're like the same height though, and oh. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, I wrote Gobby. Gobby. <laughs> I have problems with. He called. Okay, Peter Parker. There's a scene. He calls him Gobby. Oh. And that made me feel bad. Yeah. Okay. So. Mm. So it was Peter calling Great Goblin Goblin. Okay, so that was like Tobey Maguire trying to be funny as Peter Parker, but it just didn't and work. I was like, stop. <laughs> it's like I we get it. You're not a very good Peter or not a very good Spider Man, but you know, Gobby, Gobby, Gobby. Twenty two. It sounded like something Andrew Garfield would say. Just it not. Just, it didn't sound right coming out of his mouth. I just wish like. Tommy Maguire just like made a good Spider-Man. He made it like a good Spider-Man, like the very like a good first impression. But then you have like Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland as Spider-Man, and you're like, Tommy Maguire, what'd you do? I just I love him as Peter though. He's such a good Peter, and I just wish I almost wish they would have had two actors. Yeah, but like, like that's not how it works. Yeah, so. but it's just uh, kind of bothered me. But, but maybe it was the, I think it was more of the writing mm-hmm. because 
Tommy just did he did really good with what he was with getting. what he had yeah I think it was more of the writing I think the writers didn't like really know who Peter Parker was I need to talk or about Spider Man whatever the Thanksgiving scene <laughs> uh, what why is MJ and like Harry and Aunt May what okay a few things one if Harry and Peter are such good friends. How is his dad not meeting him until senior year? Because the opening scene is like, Peter. That's great. That's very true. Oh, I hear you're brilliant. And so how are they good friends, too? Because Harry and Harry was in like a bunch of private schools. Mm -hmm. They have to be like recent friends. I don't know. They have to be. Because it all doesn't connect very well. Yeah, because I'm like, in the opening scene when they pull up to the high school, because, um... Harry's in the car with his dad. He's like, mm-hmm. Dad, I don't want to get dropped off in, like, the fancy car. He's like, it's not my fault I don't have a Jetta, son. <laughs> Which I thought was funny because, like, I used to want a Jetta. Oh, I'm poor. But um, what I thought was weird, no one pays attention to what you pull up in in the, in the parking lot anyway. But something that I thought was weird is Peter's trying to sneak back into him and Harry's apartment because they mm-hmm. moved into the city together during the summer. And... He's trying to sneak in. He's just gotten out of this fight with, like, your boy Gobby. Gobby. And he has this cut on his arm. And they hear him upstairs, but he hides on the ceiling. The blood. That, do you remember the scene? Yeah. So why did, did Green Goblin, like, with when he was injecting with whatever that was, did he get, like, super senses? When, I, it had to have been. But, like, when the blood drips from his arm to the floor. It does not look like It doesn't look like blood at all. It looks like they took some Heinz ketchup yeah. and just went... Mm-hmm. Or is it Heinz or Hunt? Whatever. They Whatever. squirted it on the floor. And I'm like, you would have had to have super senses to hear it hit the ground. Like, of course, Peter would hear it because he has super senses. And he has, like, spice sense, mm-hmm. but, like, whatever. And, but, what? But this is the scene in which Harry's father, Osborne, whatever his name is, um, Norman Osborne. Uh, yeah, Norman. Slash the Green Goblin learns that Peter Parker is spice spice. Because he has a cut on his arm. And I'm like, whoa. Also, so Peter has a spidey sense, which can sense when danger is around. So why can't he sense? I think that's so funny. I'm sorry. (laughs) Spidey sense. I mean, that's what it's called. (laughs) But why can't he sense that Norman is the Green Goblin? Is it because, like, there's some weird thing where Norman doesn't want to be the Green Goblin? And, like, the Green Goblin's, like... Even know I don't fully understand it. I don't fully understand either. Like, is there another persona that's trying? It's like a split personality almost. I'm just trying because the whole science part I did not catch up with. I was like, what's going? I don't understand this. I think when he's the Green Goblin, he's not fully aware of what he's doing. But then at the end of the movie, he kind of like got it. Yeah. What I thought was weird, the end of the movie, this is after Peter has just gotten, like, the crap kicked out of him. Like, Mm -hmm. he's, you boys almost dead. I would have been dead already. But he's, Norman is giving this monologue about, I'm like a father to you. I'm like, how? How? You just met him at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I get it's been a few months, but Y'all got, like, two scenes together. Mm Mm-hmm. That just didn't make sense for him to even say that. No, and I don't know. I thought Willem Dafoe's portrayal was really good. Also, I didn't realize his... I, I always knew his name was Willem, but I was like, this is such a weird name. But his real name is William, but people called him Willem when he was younger. So it kind of stuck. His face always creeped me out. Yeah. 
When I was but, younger, like, he really freaked me out. But, like, it's good now because he's, like, a good villain. Yeah. But I hate, what I hate about the Spider-Man movies is that you can, like, tell when somebody's going to be the villain. Like, it's very I can, obvious. It's so obvious. And, like, the Spider-Man Homecoming, we already knew who the villain was, like, at the beginning of the movie. And they did that, like, epic, like, like a spin. Like, oh, he's the, f- well, well, we'll get to that later because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But you could always, when it comes to superhero movies, you can always tell who the villain is. And it's kind of sad, but, you know, whatever. There's a lot of, I don't know if you noticed this, but I did. This movie has a lot of Christian themes in it. Did it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, the, Again, I can't remember anything from these movies. You have the opening monologue, the light bulb thing that I talked about. Mm-hmm. He's like, and the Lord said, let there be light or something like that. And then you have Aunt May's prayer scene where the yeah. goblin, and she's like, evil. And she's like screaming. What scene was that? <laughs> I can't where remember. Where the goblin like tries to kill her and then she ends up in the hospital. I thought that was the... Oh, uh, wait. I'm trying to remember. Because I remember in the second movie, she was kidnapped by D- Dr. Octopus. But this is like... No. They, I can't remember that. She's scene. in the apartment. Or the house. Whatever. Wherever she lives. The condo. I don't know. I don't know. She's looking at a picture from Uncle Ben, and she's praying. And she's... She, it's like that... Okay. I protect us from... I remember. Like, I, I remember now. Because I... I was like, I don't know why, but I completely forgot about this scene. In the second movie, I was like, ooh, it's like, interesting. They kidnapped Aunt May, and then they did that in the first movie. I was like, oh. But something that genuinely made me laugh, right? So MJ is talking to Peter about, I'm going to make this connect, I swear. MJ is talking to Peter about how she loved, like likes Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. Peter's like, oh, I'm friends with Spider-Man because he works at the newspaper. And boy knows how to work his angles is all yeah. I have to say. I was like, okay, my dude. Even though they're obviously photoshopped. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but um, she's like, what did he say about me? And I'm like, ew. And that's the first thing you ask. And then he um, goes on with this whole long speech about when I look in, when he look in her eyes or whatever, it makes me want to be a better man, blah, blah, blah. I, I honestly couldn't get through that same. It was too long. Yeah. And creepy. I'm like, it's weird. But then later on, Aunt May's like, Peter, when you were six years old, you saw Mary Jane. <laughs> and thought she was an angel. Is that an angel? <laughs> Aunt May. Aunt May. Is that an is angel? Is there really a six-year-old out there that's like, is that an angel? And then Peter's like, gee, did I say that? And I'm like, you just gave her a long speech about how looking in her eyes makes you want to be a better man. Like, you're, you still think she's an angel. And Come the on. angel thing looks lame after you just said yeah. all this other stuff. Oh my god, I can't even deal with it. I know, the whole romance thing, it's just like too much for me. I don't mind romance in a movie, but when it becomes like the central... Because it is, it's the central plot point. I mean, the whole... MJ is the driving force of everything. Yeah, the the whole movie's about MJ, just from Peter's point of view. And the thing is, is like, every movie they do this thing where Peter has to choose who to save... Mm-hmm. Like, in the last... Not the last scene, but, like, near the end of the movie. They're hanging off that bridge, and the goblin has cut the wire to this, like, trolley car thing mm-hmm. that goes in the air. And Mary Jane, she looked like a piece of spaghetti. <laughs> like, I said this last night. Like, her body was like... <laughs> I wish you could see yeah. it, but it's so funny. But he has to choose. Who's he going to save? The one he loves or this car thing full of children? And... 
I mean, he saves them both, obviously. Because he's Spider-Man. He has to. But what really got me is the people on the bridge start throwing stuff at the Green Goblin. And it's like, if you mess with Spider-Man, you mess with New York. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it. You mess with Spider-Man, you mess with New York. Followed by, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. I'm like... <laughs> Uh, it was so funny, though. <laughs> the guy who says the New York line, he's in the second movie. Is he? Yeah. What is he playing? It's some guy in the street again. Like, he yells something, okay. but I recognized him immediately. I was um, like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah, I think the whole problem... I I don't I don't hate the Spider-Man movies. I think the reason why I like Spider-Man Homecoming so much is that it's not all about the love interest. Yeah. It's about Spider-Man. And I, I have problems with that movie, but we'll get to that later. But... Like, the whole thing, I just don't like too much romance in a movie. I, listen, my Pisces heart loves love. But in my this... My Gemini heart hates everything. <laughs> the thing is, is, like, I don't think... I don't like when characters put their everything into one person. Because I'm just sort of like... Uh, especially when that person's not that special. Like, Mary Jane. Yeah. She's, she's kind of, like, average. Like, could he not like, get a crush on anybody else? I'm like... <laughs> Please get a crush on that geeky girl that didn't want you to sit next to her. Seriously, you could you could have a shot with her. <laughs> you just like talk to her. Because Mary Jane, honestly, especially in the second movie, she's kind of a piece of trash. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even trying to be hateful, but she is. Where are we at time wise? Um, Thirty four minutes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I think I've been talking for like seven hours. Yeah. Um, so. One thing I had a problem with is that I always pictured Spider-Man as a kid, but he's, like, not a kid in this movie. No. Yes, he just, he's in high school, but he graduated high school halfway through. What the heck? I wish I would have spent more time in the school scenes. I get it that some of the plot had to do with, like, living in the apartment with Harry, but you could have made it work, like, living with Aunt May, because now Aunt May's just, like, there. Yeah. He just, like, visits She's her. She's by herself, mm-hmm. all alone. And because I'm a weirdo, I had to look up how far, like, where oh, they live yeah. is in comparison to the city. It's only 34 minutes. But the thing is, like, Uncle Ben just died, and you're going to leave your Aunt May living alone. Yeah. I'm I, like, I guarantee you Aunt May probably, like, persuaded him. But I wouldn't have left Aunt May alone. Elderly, mm-hmm. like she's not Aunt May in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Like no. she's not a hip young single. Like no, she's like old. Yeah, even in Sp- Amazing Spider-Man, she's not that old. She needs help around the house. Yeah. Also, she, what she, Amazing Spider-Man? So sorry. So 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 sorry. I found this out the other day because I was mad talking trash on Aunt May and like Homecoming because I was like, ah, why is she young? She's not even that young. Like if you know- she is. Marty, Marty, whatever her name is, in the paper. I don't know what that is. Have you taken 1020 yet? No, I haven't. I'm taking well, it next semester. You're going to watch this beautiful movie about newspapers. Wait, are we talking about Homecoming? Okay. Wait a second. The woman that plays Marty or Marty or whatever her name is, I don't remember what her name is, that's Aunt May. See, everybody always says, like, okay, Aunt May looks very young. I will, I will say this woman looks young for her age, but she's like near her 50s. I'm like, go for her. And I'm like, you go, girl. Or mm-hmm. get... There's corny. Corny, corny, corny. I wrote this down. Oh, yeah. Very corny. The last line of the movie. What was it? No matter what I do, no matter how hard I try, the ones I love will always pay. 
Hey. Shouldn't it have been die? I was like, if you're going to be corny, go full corny and make it rhyme. I don't know. Hmm. I thought that was weird. Yeah. I don't know. The, the problems, I'm just going to flat out say the problems I had in the movie. Green Goblin, it just looked horrible. Um, <laughs> the whole Harry, like, betraying Peter in some way and, like, dating MJ. It, it's like he he broke bro code. I see that, but also I'm kind of like I Peter, would you never had your chance. Anyone, but it's like you have all the time in the world. You live next door to this girl. You've interacted with her on several occasions. More than ten years, like you've known her for more than ten years. You could ask her out when you were seven years old, and you didn't. If you're like you had opportunities, and Harry just acted on it. Now the thing he did on the field trip, where he like stole what Peter told him and then told it to Mary Jane to impress her. That was kind of it was trashy. Kind of, at first, I was kind of like trying to give Harry a chance. Like, okay, maybe he's just trying to show Peter that he can, like his geeky lines can work. But then he, like, I realized he kind of used it to his own benefit. Mm-hmm. And then Peter finds out that MJ's the one that Harry's been dating. And Peter's just like, he's like not trying to confront him about it, but he's like being shady about it at the same time. Because Harry, not Harry, Norman asks Peter, like, do you know this girl? And he's like, Harry doesn't tell me anything. <laughs> like, boy. Boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> if you wanted MJ, you could have gotten her. I don't think MJ even knows what she wants, to be honest. Because she starts off, the movie starts off, she's dating Flash, who's a human uh, garbage bag. At graduation they're in a fight you can see it she's like take your stupid class ring back (laughs) first of all okay i know a long time ago and maybe it still is in some places it was popular if you were dating someone to give them your class ring because a lot of times guys giving girls class rings if i was a male and i like i'm talking heteronormative here and i pulled off my class ring and gave it to some girl I would get beat. Do you know how much class rings cost? Mm-hmm. And you're going to give it to some girl you probably be with for two weeks. Yeah. Like, my class ring is like $600. Dang, girl. Like, uh, no. I, that bothered yeah. me. Well, my full review on Spider-Man 2002, it was a good <laughs> origin story. I liked it. I liked it. I didn't love it. It was, I mean, I didn't hate it. I liked it. It was pretty good. But would I watch it again? Like, if I'm just in the mood to just remember how Spider-Man came to be, because the other movies just don't really pay homage to that. It's very nostalgic for me. Like, I associate that with my early childhood, so I think that's why I like it so much. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not here to call it, like, a beautiful masterpiece, because it's not. The whole scene where he, like, comes home, and he's, like, sick, and he's got that spider bite and then he wakes up and he realizes like he's like all muscular stuff that's really nostalgic for me because that's the only scene that i really the scene where he's rolling on the floor Mm -hmm. and like you can see uh, i remember that like so vividly Mm -hmm. from like being young because i was thought i was like whoa and then i rewatched and i was like that seems a lot shorter than i remember it being i don't see these came out when i was really young so of course i didn't watch them when i like when they came out but all I could really remember was that scene and, like, 
any other scene where he's just swinging on like on his webs like and there, i don't even know what movie that's from there are a few like iconic scenes that i remember that one the transformation scene mm-hmm. and i really remember the scene where he's like scaling the side of the building for the first time yeah like those are the two scenes that like yeah. really if you see if you see those clips on youtube you're probably thinking like this is a super old movie but once you like actually watch the whole movie it kind of all fits together and it's not as cheesy i mean it's pretty cheesy but like it's not as cheesy as you think it is when you watch it on youtube i kind of like cheesy stuff to a degree but the thing is is everyone if you're watching this for the first time or you're re-watching it whatever you have to remember it came out in 2002, 2002. it's a different time special effects weren't as good mm-hmm. and like just even like overall camera quality wasn't as good and it was the first movie so of course they couldn't have been given a big a budget. huge budget which like when you see the second movie in comparison it's so much better it's but you can same, tell they had a bigger budget but at the same time their villain didn't look dumb did you see the product placement the very obvious product placement in this movie where was it okay well there's a scene in his room where he's practicing shooting the webs Oh, there's like the doctor Pepper can, yeah. and then the Nike shots. Mm, Every yeah. shot he has, he has Nikes, but they're yeah. different pairs. And I'm like, okay, we get it. Is okay. I'm, I can't remember if this is Amazing Spider-Man or just Spider-Man. Is there? Um, what's the scene where he's like, um, he's like practicing in his room, and he's got webs all in his room, and Aunt May knocks, and she's like, "What are you doing in here?" And there's obviously webs everywhere, but she's, like, so oblivious to it. I think it might happen in both, but it does happen in this movie because she knocks on it. And, Peter, what are you doing in there? Like, she always sounds like she's crying. (laughs) And he's like, I'm exercising it, mate. I'm not dressed. What? Yeah. Like, I always thought that was weird. You're exercising, but you're not dressed. Like, what are you you exercising? Mm, He's doing doing yoga. (laughs) Naked yoga. Hot yoga. I have my room is a sauna, but I just thought that scene was like odd. I don't know. Oh, the, the joke, the joke, the I don't know. Is that a joke? A pun? What? Whatever. She's in the hospital, and this is so non-sequential. I'm so sorry. She says, "You're not Superman." That's See, so meta. Okay, so I've always wondered this: How does the universes kind of line up when, it, like, the comic book universes? So what I think happens is that. Obviously, DC and Marvel, like, like are rivals. But I think because DC is such a classic... Like, they have classic characters. Marvel just kind of has characters that are, like... Like, they kind of... They're, like, we're going to put the more human side of characters. And then you got, like, DC, where it's, like, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. And they're, like, very powerful and stuff. So I think since those are classic characters, they... Like, Marvel kind of sees... That, okay, we're going to put these in their universes and, like, kind of compare them in some ways. Mm-hmm. Because there was a... Um, I'm going to skip ahead to the second movie. Uh, Aunt May says, oh, I threw all your comic books away. And stuff. So I'm like, what comic books? Like, these people exist. It's... I get what you're saying. Like, they don't ex- actually exist. Like, Batman's not, like, running around Gotham or anything. But they're characters. But, yeah. In real life. They're, like, characters that kids... Like recon their household names, basically. Yeah, it's very confusing. But how you were talking about how Marvel kind of humanizes these superhero characters, I think that's why. Out of all the superheroes, even though I haven't seen like any of these movies, that's probably why I like Spider Man the most Mm -hmm. because he is, to me, 
in my opinion, the most human. Or more relatable. Yeah, because he's very, like, he's balancing all this stuff, especially in the second movie. Oh, my God. (laughs) I, like, was frustrated for him in the second movie. But he's trying to do high school, trying to have a love life, trying to work, trying to cope with the fact that it's his fault, basically, that his uncle got shot and died. Like, he's dealing with all this and at the same time trying to be selfless and, like, save everyone in New York. Mm -hmm. So... That that's why I like him because he's really stressed out. But I want to get that boy an alarm clock. Like get up early, learn Seriously. how to commute. I always thought he was just late because he was Spider Man, like saving the world. But now it's just like it's just Peter. It's almost like because he was late before. I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, you first of all, you don't look that fly to be running late every day. Mm-hmm. Like I get it if you came to school and you were looking popping every day. That's one thing. Yeah. But what is he exactly doing to be late? Is I he, don't know. He's, he's inventing things with his scientific mind. To miss the school bus, like, every day? How is this? I don't know. That makes no sense Unless to me. the bus driver is, like, super rude and just doesn't want to stop for Peter. And I'm like, Uncle Ben lost his job. Why doesn't he just drive you to school? I don't know. Like, Harry's dad drops him off at school. Or just ask Harry's dad to drop him off. Literally. I'm sure they would do it. Or, you know, just, I don't know, ask MJ. Get up. Just, MJ's your neighbor. Just like, hey. And maybe it's because he's a senior. Because, you know, senior yeah. is like, I don't want to be here anymore. Because that's how I was. Shout out to Lebanon High School class 2016. I was late every day. <laughs> In the beginning of the year, I would roll up to school at 7.15. And the bells would be ringing at 7.20. Dang, girl, that's early. And I'd be out here running. That's an early time to get to school. My my uh, class would be at 8.15. I'm jealous. Ours used to start at 7.50 for, like, the first year of school. And they changed it over to 7.20. Yeah, like, in middle school, it was 7.50. And then once you get to high school, it was, like, 8. And then they changed it to, like, 8.15. Well, our school was brand new. Like, my class um, is the first class to go through all four years at that school. Mm. But the problem was the traffic is, was terrible. Um, like, our school had was, like, overpopulated. And you would, like, if I left my house at 6.30, I wouldn't park until, like, 7.15. And I only live 10 minutes away from that school. It, traffic, trash, garbage. Mm. But um, one more problem that I had. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just a little just a little snippet. When Norman dies as a result of Peter, I guess. His blade thingy. Harry, all of a sudden, is like, I'm going to avenge my father's death. Why couldn't, like, Spider-Man just, like... Why couldn't he just ever, like, go up to Harry and just be like, hey, like, I get that I'm, like, your father probably doesn't want you to know that he was the Green Goblin, but I'm just going to tell you anyways. Like, it's not even that. It's just, like, I didn't think that Harry and his father even had a good relationship. That's what surprised me, too. Yeah, for him to, like, because the whole second movie is about avenging his father's death. Like, that's where it picks Mm -hmm. up from. And even the third movie touches on that, too. And I'm just kind of like... Your father, I don't want to say didn't love you, but your dad wasn't that great to you. Yeah, and he expressed that a lot. So why is all of a sudden he's just like, I can revenge my father. Yeah. This, like, I'm going to make Spider-Man pay. It just didn't make sense to me because they didn't seem to have, like, the strongest relationship. Like, the only thing I could really see is his dad wanted him to, like, come to Oscorp and kind of, like, 
mm-hmm. work in the family business or whatever. But when he's dropping him off at school, he's like, it's not my fault. You flunked out of all the private schools. And then at graduation, he's like, oh, looks like I've been proven wrong, college boy. Jeez. Oh, and I'm like, your dad hates you. Sorry. Yeah, like, sorry. your dad is in, literally in love with Peter. Mm-hmm. It's like, even Harry knows it. He's like, I think my dad wants to adopt you or something like that. I'm like, yeah. in the opening scene. And I'm like, why are you making... I mean, obviously, it's your dad. You know, your dad's your dad, whatever. But I just didn't think it was a big deal to avenge his death. I thought that was odd. Like, obviously, he would be upset about it, but he's not going to be like, this is all Spider-Man's fault. Mm -hmm. So how did... Okay, in Harry's mind, how did Norman die? Because he didn't know that he was the Green Goblin. Um... Like, I think he just thought that Spider-Man killed him. Because that's not... Because that's so out of character for Spider-Man. So, obviously, like, anybody in New York would be like, Spider-Man didn't kill Norman. You have to remember, though, the newspapers are spinning it to where Spider-Man's the bad guy, too. That's true. So... Even though he can't... Oh. Well, that's in the second movie, so... J.K. Simmons' character is, like, one of my favorite. I think he is my I favorite. I think he's, he's like, so hilarious. He's such a cheapskate, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he, like, it's this running gag in all the movies where his, um, I guess, secretary lady, the, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. I don't know what her name is in the movie. I don't, I don't remember. Know. She comes to the door. And she's like, your wife's on line one or whatever. And he's like, what does you want? No, my <laughs> favorite, I don't remember if the first or second movie, but he's like, She's like, your wife lost her checkbook again. He's like, good. My <laughs> <laughs> favorite. He's like, yeah, they're calling about the tile you wanted for your foyer or something like that, yeah. and it's out of stock. Tell her we'll just put a rug there. <laughs> it's so, so funny. funny. Like, and it's. I could watch a whole movie of just him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Just following him. I just think he's hilarious. I love when Peter like asks for more money. He's like, I'll give you a hundred. And that's how he says he's like, give you a hundred. Yeah, he's like, it's garbage. Here's a hundred dollars. <laughs> I like how every ed- in every editor in every single movie or TV show is the exact same. They always pitch an idea and they have like they do the headlines and the hand motions like Spider Man. Uh, vigilante. <laughs> and then the he's like, hand, I can look the hand. And then he writes, a, and then they have to write the story, and they're like, oh, we have nothing to go off of, but okay. And then the, the way they, I don't know if this is the first or second one, because they kind of blur together for me, because I literally watched them back to back last mm-hmm. night, but they're arranging the headlines with like scraps of paper, and I'm like, do y'all just recycle the same headline like buzzwords? Yeah. Like, vigilante. <laughs> Yeah. I, oh, oh my God! Hold on. I'm get. If you hear clicking noises, it's me using my phone. I'm sorry, but I took a picture of. Can I not click? Hello. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture. A still. I paused the movie when they like over. When they overlay the newspaper over his face, and I was literally reading it to see if they That's used actual leads. <laughs> I love being a journalism major. Like, it says, he climbed up the wall just like a spider, said third grader Jessica Flaherty or whatever her name is. But they recycle it. And there's it's the same headline. Or not the same headline. The same lead in both columns. Mm. So they just wrote a short piece and, I like, copy and pasted it. I was watching it. Everything Wrong with Spider-Man, they said the exact same thing. I thought that was really funny. So, I think we're getting to the end of the podcast. And I think... What we're going to do is every other week we're going to review a movie. So I think Or we're TV gonna, show. Or TV show, you know, whatever. But I think we're going to go with the Spider-Man trend until Homecoming. Mm-hmm. But I think we should also do a rating. So, like, maybe, like, A+, plus, A-, minus, or just, or just anything like that. 
I give Spider-Man, the original 2002, mm-hmm. a space odyssey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a um, three out of five. Go webs. Three out of five. Go webs. I give it, you know what? I'll give it a three out of five. It's Go webs. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad, but, you know, it could have been better. But, you know, they it was their guinea pig. It's, yeah, it was a tester. It was like a pilot for a TV mm-hmm. show. Um, I think that's it for this one. We're about to go record Spider-Man 2, 2004. Yeah, eventually we'll get to just doing one podcast a week because <laughs> yeah. this is exhausting. This is, it's very tiresome in the middle of my back. My lumbar is oh. killing me. But that's my problem and no one else's. So remember, everyone, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Don't forget Thank to you, follow Uncle us ben. on Twitter. And... Leave a comment, rate, subscribe, YouTube. Review. <laughs> Leave a review. Subscribe. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. Bye.